Hi, um, Denny Johnson again. Here we are in the continuation of the visualization series. It's about how to use the focus of one's mind and imagination to enhance the outcome of a social physical experience. By that, I mean, I like to use my attention and allow my feelings to flow in a specific direction with a purpose. So in this one, I have a tendency to look at two different forms of DNA. One, the physical DNA, which is really the composite of this outer ring, which is a close-up photograph of the genetic code of the human being. And then the other one is a visual abstraction of the reality of the soul having its own unique genetic composition, that each soul has an individual soul reality of the blueprint of its own perfection. We can discuss that in greater detail, but this is the one that I'm primarily looking towards. The ability to be able to put my focus, my feelings, my imagination into this specific place for the purpose of infusing it with feeling and accessing the things that are there. So let me just show you something a little more. I'm going to break this image down into different parts. I'm going to start first with this column on the inside. Let me show you. This is obviously an abstraction of imagery, but my focus of going there is to go into this part of me that if you look closely, it has little fractured bits. It has broken places, it has missing places, it has little attachments on it. And I'm looking for how to be able to occupy a higher percentage of my genetic blueprint of perfection. Now it's true, I'm using two interwoven rails in this and the individual rungs across bars. And you know, it's not accurate because there's usually 10 of these rungs for every 360 degrees. I just have four or five in here just to give myself an idea. I wanna go inside this, yes, the rails to me ultimately have a purpose because they correspond to the soulmate function of an inner dance that my soulmate and I are doing to create this opportunity to be able to meet in matter. So these two parts are important experiences of bringing together the experiences of the soul's reality in matter. I know that's a lot to consider that there might be another part of you or a half of you somewhere else, soulmate, twin flame, whatever you want to call it. But in order for me to experience the authenticity of myself, I would at least be open to the possibility that there is more to me that exists 
than I currently realize. Now, one of the ways of realizing more is to stay open-minded to the possibility without closing myself off on a belief system. There is no soul. There is no another part of the soul. So I'm keeping my inner feeling soft, open, childlike, humble, pliable, innocent. So I'm going here with childlike innocence to discover the truth about who I am. Now, my way of doing this is to put my whole self into this, which means I go to the right on the image and I immerse my body inside the height of one of these rungs or the spiral. I go inside, I sit on one of these little crossbar rungs and I wanna be able to touch the bottom one with my foot touch the one above me with my hand so I can feel it with all of the sensing mechanisms of my skin, not just my hands. I want to feel it with the back of my neck, the front of my body, my legs, my feet, my toes. I want to feel it with all of me. So I go inside of there. Now, I won't share with you some of the things I'm doing. Yeah, yeah they're pretty wild. They involve other things that you may want to examine on your own. I don't know if anybody's ever been lost down here, but I can't promise what will happen to you. So I'm doing some things I want to do, but I'm sharing with you some of the things I'm doing that I consider to be safe. Music, movement, play, dance, touch. Passion here and occupy this part of you. I want to occupy this part of myself with a greater feeling. Yes, I want to take nature into here mineral kingdom, plant kingdom, animal kingdom. I want to take the stars, the heavens. So let me just show you another little part of this that I'm adding to this. Doesn't have to be in this sequence, but you choose for yourself. Let me show you another one. I'm adding this. What is this? It's really just a symbol of a heart. I want to put my heart into this. I want to be able to feel this with my heart. And I want to be able to have an experience, a passionate feeling, wanting to give and receive this function to grow and the capacity to feel love within myself. Knowing that in order to experience love, I'm going to need to do some incremental things first. Humility, empathy, the love of truth, the ability to open the heart. Wow. To become more authentic. So I want to go inside and I'm adding this part to the image. Now later on, I'm going to add in other feelings in this point of the heart that corresponds to the other parts of my innate authenticity. Now, I'm going to call that innate attributes of all souls. For example, one of the innate attributes, my opinion, of all souls is curiosity. Babies are born with natural curiosity. 
They like to grab things, put them in their mouth. They like to see. They like to move. There is an innate outreach, profoundly beautiful, about the discovery of something through curiosity. I think that all souls have an innate curiosity. Eventually, that curiosity can be expanded into discovery. The appreciation of discovering something new. Later on, that can be expanded again and again and again. I won't go into all of that with you, but just to give you the idea that there is something expandable here in a soul attribute. So I'm going to show you something of a map of individual innate soul attributes. This is just one of them. There is many. So hang on. Let me show you again. Okay. Becoming just slightly more enlivened, slightly more complicated. You might feel a little overwhelmed, but yeah, you wait until the real overwhelm comes and you'll have a better idea. These just happen to be innate soul attributes. To me, there are six on the feminine side of the family, six on the masculine side of the family, and on the feminine side, there's men and women, just so you get the idea we're not prejudiced against either gender. And on the masculine side, there are men and women. But these correspond to the 12 innate attributes all souls are born with. Now, eventually, we could quibble for many days over the adjectives of what key words we would put there. Like, for example, I used curiosity. There's going to be many other soul attributes, passions, desires, and you know, well, anyway, you can put whatever you want in any position, but I'm saying that there are 12. No, they're not limited to 12, but these 12 are a starting point, and they have six from the mother's side with many individual adjectives, six from different adjectives, and yes, I want to experience them one at a time and in pairs in the heart. Now, right here just happens to be the what's called the four boy and the four girl. Yes, these are birth order positions. And yes, these are glands, organs, and body systems, meridian functions, and on and on and on. There's colors and fragrances and postures hand mudras and sounds, and so on and so on. This just happens to be the four girl, the yin side of the heart, the receiving function. This other one happens to be the yang side of the heart, or the outbound, or the arterial function. Now, we can take them down, and oh, by the way, you can, and each one of them is expandable. The amount of emotional information available is expandable. So I would like to eventually show you how they're expandable in three primary degrees, which means each one has an innate quality, curiosity, but it has an expandability when I intend to expand my personal curiosity into a higher magnitude of curiosity that might become a love of discovery, for example. 
And that can be infused with an intellectual desire to discover. I might want to know the mechanics of something. So yes, the, the art form, the desire, the logic of discovery. But then that might ultimately become another level, which could be the love of truth. And yes, the love of truth itself will have three more levels, and so on and so on. Curiosity, discovery, the love of truth. Now, the sequence from one to the other, in my opinion, is completely dependent on my own use of responsible free will of a sincere desire to want to grow. And you can define each word about how you grow, but this is what it looks like. Let me show you eh, another picture. You might start out looking something like this. Quite simple, but these individual words, yes, these are the words, and you can do what you want with the words, add your own in, explore, discover, and realize that there are dozens of adjectives for each one of these, or a state of consciousness, or a personal reality. You can go through all of these, and they're all interwoven with each other. But they have a, a depth of texture to them, because they get actually richer. Let me show you another picture. Well, I told you it was different, because now it's infused with degrees of color and fragrance. You don't smell the fragrance? Ah, yes, you can. You can actually experience the fragrance of each one of these times of the day. Yes, they're times of the day. They're patterns of nature. Their temperatures, their vibrations, their frequencies, their elements of the mind that can be extended past the mind to experience things like compassion, empathy, joy, laughter, celebration, friendship, happiness, all the things that we would really like. So, the process of going through this sequence. You can take an individual position, no matter what it is, bring it to the center and open it up. No, it's not just a mental abstraction to open it up because in order to open one of these, I'm going to have to open my feelings about my own father, my own mother, my masculinity, my femininity my access to all things internal or external. So every single one of these are patterns of the all. Yes, they have to do with the acupuncture system and how it correlates to other systems. Yes, yes, and all of that is yes. It's the seasons of the year and so on and so on. Now, this is a basic, very basic one. Now, I can take this and I can make it into a third stage, which takes on a little different look, but doesn't have to be that different. Let me show you. These are some of the innate attributes lifted through personal desire to achieve 
a virtue. A virtue is basically defined as a, a human perfection, but the human perfection has its own limits until it receives a divine love infusion. So then that divine love infusion takes curiosity, discovery, combines it with truth, and then infuses it with a divine love, which now changes the love of truth to this perspective of the love of truth from a divine perspective. Nah, I know that sounds like a lot. Let's go back to this original image. If you look at this, now we're back to the same things again. We're back to the part that you understand. You're back to these rings in the back. Now, these flowing rings spiraled, even though, remember, we're talking about two-dimensional images that we're trying to explain three-dimensional function in the physical body and fourth-dimensional experiences and fifth-dimensional reality all through a series of graphics. Yeah, that's a lot. But you can go here, and I'm just sharing with you my personal process. So I'm going down into here, spinning it around, going inside this place, and infusing that with vitality, life, passion, purpose, dancing, peace, nature, joy, celebration, laughter, all of these things inside of there. Now, wait. The moment that you start to do that, you're basically going to take this outer ring and shake it. Now, I think we better back off for a second before you get too excited about that. Now, I might just show you just this ring for a moment. I'll, I'll, I'll come back and show you that one. I think it's a remarkable picture. Now, I'm told, and I don't know if this is completely true, but I'm told that this is an actual close-up photograph of the patterns of the DNA. And I like this because you see these innermost blue balls? To me, that corresponds in my imagery to the mother's side of the family. The red ones correspond to the father's side of the family. And the orangish, lighter color, in my interpretation, would be the epigenetic crystals either put there by my ancestry, my genetic ancestry, or put there by me. All of them are important. Now, if it's genetic ancestry, how far back does that go? Well, on a very physical level, it goes three, four generations for the immediate impact of the physical body, but it can go back hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of years. We know that we have an epigenetic mitochondrial genetic function. The genome is based on the mother-to-daughter, mother-to-daughter sequence of the epigenetic DNA, which is a mitochondrial function of putting in another tiny crystal on the genome that now facilitates a future-oriented change. 
somehow the emotional experiences of our ancestors, which is literally oftentimes their choices, now are brought down to us. So, for example, how long do you think that the emotional imbalance between men and women has existed? Maybe you don't think there is any emotional imbalance between men and women, because maybe on a divine perfection level, there is none, and you'd be right. But maybe you don't see it in the societal function or in the outcome of children and their diseases, brain damage, and so on. What would be the actual repercussions of gender inequity that's gone on for thousands of years? It's come down to me. It's in my gene code. So if I'm engaged in desiring to want to do the right thing, which is to occupy the blueprint of divine perfection for my own soul, then I'm going to be bumping up against the limitations of those boundaries inside of me that were constructed by my parents, my ancestors, and the collective consciousness of mankind going back hundreds of thousands of years. All of these social, emotional, religious patterns that have engaged the gradual disintegration or the fragmentation of the wholeness. That's just my opinion. So the experience of looking at this outer ring is anytime I'm going to start expanding into this, I'm going to start hitting, well, I call it the wall. I call it the electric fence. You start receiving tiredness, loneliness, confusion, numbness, despair, disappointment, rage, jealousy, well, cruelty. You can just name all of the painful social-emotional adjectives of all of what human involvement can come out to but once you start to push against this, those start to come to you to give you the opportunity to feel and convert that pain into health, well-being, integrity, and so on to occupy the full extent of your actual self. I know that sounds like a lot. I'm saying every time you have a sincere desire to grow, you're going to expect the arrival of the opposite. Sincere desire to grow. Yes, it feels really good. Runs into the electric fence and you go, I don't want to do that. I quit. I'm going away. I'm going to go do my addictions. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be in grief and I'm going to blame it on you. Well, I have, we all have at some form or another, so if we recognize that by the use of visualization, imagination, and personal passion, we're going to occupy the gene code, bounce out against the genetic physicality of our social connectedness in the physical world, I don't want to be my physical gene code. I realize it's a reflection of something higher, but I want to be responsible for it. So that's where this is going.
I know this was a little long-winded, but just one more, and I, and I promise I'll pause. So for now, we're back to where we started. Maybe you have just a little better comprehension of what these pieces of graphic represent. Maybe you can understand why I have a personal desire to go inside of this and increase the capacity to feel with intention. I also want to utilize this single symbol as a way to communicate with other people, a way to be able to share something. So those people who are in the friends group, I'd like to be able to feel you and then use this symbol like a cell phone articulation in some way so that we can use that. So I'm planning on using this symbology a lot in the future. It is likely to change and increase, but you'll see the basic components to be there. So if you have particular questions about how to apply this or just a curiosity about where it might lead, well, you might ask a question if you want. I hope this is enough for now. I'll talk to you soon.